This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Even in 2023, it can be hard to find good plus-size clothes. There are often fewer options that cost more money than what are known as straight-size clothes. And even those options dwindle as sizes go up. So a person who wears a woman's size 18 will typically have more to choose from than someone who wears a 28. That can make curating a personal style difficult. But a local vintage market wants to change that. Two Chicagoans are here to tell us more. Jovina Savic is the founder of Thick Mall. Welcome to Reset. Thank you. Happy to be here. And Megan Kirby is a local writer, and she wrote about Thick Mall for the New York Times. Hey, Megan. Hi, Sasha. So am I right that this is the first time that you're meeting each other in person? Yes. Yeah, we've talked on the phone, but this is the first time face-to-face. Yes, very exciting. We both have curly hair. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> the first thing I noticed, too. Wow. <laughs> so, Jovina, tell us more about Thick Mall. What is it, and, and where'd you get the idea in the first place? Thick Mall is essentially a market for size L and up clothing. Um, but the idea came from me always having been a fat person that likes to dress up and has what I consider like a very developed sense of personal style mm-hmm. and constantly feeling like I couldn't shop in real life. I had to shop online. When I was younger, I, I would go to thrift stores all the time. And that was cool for me. It was like kind of finding a I don't know, an Easter egg. (laughs) (laughs) So what did online stores offer that the stores in person did not? Um, My size. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's the most important thing. I'm also six feet tall. So if there was something in my size, it wasn't in my length, which, as you can see right now, my pants are at the top of my boots, which is why I wear cowboy boots. Ah. It's like it's still an issue. But it has informed my personal style, like my limitations in size. Um, But then also online, there was just more variety. I felt like, especially as a teenager, any store that did have my size, you know, shout out to Torrid and Lane Bryant, the early 2000s champions of plus size fashion. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think a lot of it was like, I don't know, like zebra print. You know, it was like, oh, well, you're a, a fat lass. You must want to look like this and only like this. And I was like, but... I don't know. I I listen to like post-punk and new wave music and I'm 16. I kind of just want to wear like black mesh and fishnets and there's nothing for me at the mall. So it was either online or thrift stores. So with that in mind, talk to me about the experience that you want shoppers at Thick Mall to have. Yeah. So I think the subject of fatness is like it's still really sensitive, even though I think now more than ever fat people are feeling empowered and hopefully loving themselves, but it's, we have a long way to go. And because of that, I think a lot of us are dealing with our own internalized fat phobia and not feeling comfortable in spaces that are not meant for us, or we feel that they're not meant for us. Um, So when somebody comes into Thick Mall, wherever it may be, I, I want them to see other bodies like theirs. And I don't want them to immediately feel like they have to go to the back of the rack. Well, I want to play a clip of a voicemail that we got here at Reset. This is listener Marty from the Chicago suburbs. I am a plus size and a tall, plus meaning size 14 or over. Most tall brands stop at size 14 or 16. So if you think it's tough finding decent fitting fashionable clothes when you're a plus size, try being a plus and a tall. Does what Marty's saying sound familiar, Yovana? You have been you took a long stroll inside of my brain. <laughs> I deeply <Yeah>. relate. <laughs> so Megan, you covered the market for for the New York Times. Where did you first hear about it? 
Yeah. So I had heard about the market from some of my cool, fat friends in the city. People had been telling me that I should go. But I actually didn't pitch this story. I got it through a connection with the editor that she was looking for a Chicago writer because she had heard about the market. And I said, yes, of course, I would love to write for The New York Times. And she called me and told me what the assignment was, plus-size vintage market. And it's like, oh, yeah, I'm your girl. This is the exact sort of thing I think about and write about and an event I was planning on going to anyway. So it was perfect. Well, you say it's something that you think about, right? Mm-hmm. Talk, to, talk to me about your experience. What has that looked like for you, shopping over the years? Yeah, shopping over the years, much like Yovina, Torrid, Lane Bryant, yeah. um, Old Navy. Mm-hmm have been places that I really lean on. But yeah, Torrid in the mid-aughts, a lot of zebra, cheetah, skull prints, uh, rockabilly style that I felt in college I kind of had to adopt because it was all that was really available to me. But it is nice when you grow up having less options. I think it makes you really develop a personal style. Um, And now that I'm in my 30s and I know what I like to wear and I know what looks good on me, um, it makes me feel a lot more confident when I go to a thrift store, when I go to Thick Mall, that I can find the things that are going to make me feel good. And also it was really powerful to go to Thick Mall and be surrounded by so many fashionable, fat people who were really celebrating and having a good time and not just shopping, but talking and having a drink and hanging out. Yeah, that sounds great. What kind of feedback are you getting, Yovina, from shoppers? I'm getting a lot of exactly what Megan just said. Like, I think it's really rare that fat people that are passionate about fashion walk into a space and they're surrounded by each other. Like, I don't have a lot of fat friends that also are passionate about fashion. And, you know, there's many angles to look at that from, but perhaps it's because there's such a barrier to entry for fat people in fashion. But I I kind of am one of my few friends that is a fat person and really loves shopping. Um, so I think it's just exciting for all of us to be around each other. And we're all like, I've never been in a space like this before. And the fact that we want to, you know, grab a beverage together and chat and maybe get to know each other. Yeah. Obviously there isn't any pressure. It's not like, you know, a mingling networking event, but it's just something that naturally happens that fat people want to be around other cool fat people that already have a similar interest. So I think it's just a, we're really trying to make it a safe space for people to explore and try new things on. And that is so far the feedback that I'm getting. I hope to somehow just make that even more of a possibility in the future. Like that's, that's the goal. This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. And on the show today, we have been discussing plus size fashion, how far we've come and how far we still have to go. We're talking to two Chicagoans about Thick Mall. That's a local plus-size vintage market. We're speaking with Thick Mall founder Jovana Savic and writer Megan Kirby. So, Jovana, tell us about some of the vendors at Thick Mall. There's two types of vendors at Thick Mall. The first, and what makes it so special, is the personal collections aspect of it, which to qualify to be a vendor at Thick Mall selling your personal collection, you just have to be a fat person with clothes. You don't have to have any experience. You don't have to run this as a business. Just if you're like me, and this is kind of what helps start it too, is like I have too much clothes. I'd love to get some new stuff. I'm not passionate about this stuff, but it's in great condition, and I think other fat people would really like it. Uh, So that's half of it. 
and I would like to make it more than half of it. Yeah. Um, because, that's great. That makes it easier for folks to be a part of this. Yes. I mean, that is, that's what's going to keep Thick Mall around. I actually just made a TikTok <laughs> to show people like how to be a vendor at Thick Mall. Did you? We love TikTok here yes. at Reset. I just started it a couple days ago because I was like, I need people to know that it's easy. Just be a fat person with clothes. Be available on the date of Thick Mall. Yes. Bring a rack, hang it up, and accept Venmo payments or PayPal, and whatever you want. And what's your TikTok handle? Thick Mall. Perfect. <laughs> nice and easy. Of course. I'm, I'm lucky that it was available. Um, and then the other uh, type of vendor at Thick Mall is local businesses. Um, while there aren't that many, there are a few that I really love. Uh, love Sick Plus being one of them. They are based out of Lost Girls Vintage, and they have a West Town and Logan Square brick-and-mortar store, which is so cool that, that we've come to the point in history where that exists. Yeah, that's um, great. It's unfortunate that we have to be excited and grateful about it because it should have always existed, but it's so cool that it does exist. And then a couple of the other vendors is uh, there's Maddie from Thick Chick. She runs an online uh, Instagram-based store, um, but she does a lot of pop-up markets. And I believe we're the only one that's specifically for L and Up uh, clothing that she does. But those are a couple of the vendors. There's also Goldie's Vintage, which is the same thing, um, an Instagram store. So it's a combination of just peers that yeah. are – Fat people with cute clothes that they want to sell and some people that have made this um, their business. That's some great variety, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Megan, my producer tells me that you looked through some of your vintage clothes while you were prepping for this conversation. (laughs) So give us some of the highlights there. Yeah, uh, it was really fun reporting on this story and coming to talk with you today. It just has me thinking a lot about my personal wardrobe and what I gravitate to over the years. Um, So today I wore a sort of 80s oversized blazer. I am loving this. uh, And a 1991 Bulls championship shirt, which is one of my proudest thrift store finds. Um, I love that. The flowers on that jacket are just incredible. Thank you. (laughs) Nice Um, detail. But yeah, it's nice too with vintage. I feel a real kind of kinship to the cool fat women who have come before me. Um, And there have always been fat people and there have always been fat people who love to wear clothes. Um, but sometimes it feels hard to love fashion and feel like fashion doesn't always love you back. And going to Thick Mall, walking into the room, I really felt the opposite of that, that we were all excited. We all could try on clothes in person, yeah. which is different from a lot of experiences shopping. And that everyone was just excited and encouraging and happy to be there. Yeah. Well, as I look at your your bull shirt, I'm thinking of the fact that a lot of thrifters and, and vintage shoppers, they're drawn to pieces that have some kind of history. Mm-hmm. Is that the same for you? Yeah, definitely. Um, a story I always think about is there was a vintage shop that used to be in Andersonville that's closed now. And I went once and I think that either a storage unit had been cleaned out or maybe someone had died. But there were <laughs> oh all gosh. these sweaters in my size, bright patterned 80s sweaters that were exactly my style. And I could tell that this was someone's closet and I was buying from that person. And whenever I wear any of those sweaters now, I just think about like, oh, I wish I knew the person who owned these before me. I bet we would have gotten along. Um, (laughs) We could have swapped clothes for the same size. And I think it's the same at Thick Mall with people bringing their personal collections. It's nice to have that connection to people and to clothes. Yeah. Well, I want to get your thoughts on this, Yovana, because 
aside from the issues of access that we've been talking about, what's the draw, do you think, of shopping vintage? Um, for me, it came out of what I felt was necessity to have the option to wear things that weren't the five options I could find at the mall. Yeah. Um, but also, it's kind of about the hunt, you know? I like the hunt, too. And yeah. my friends don't. Yes. <laughs> they they don't have the patience. Yes. And so we don't go shopping together. <laughs> I have a lot of friends like that, too. But I have the time, and I'll just stand there, and I'll comb through, and I'll find yes. these gems. And they're like, oh, where'd you get that? Exactly. I'm like, well, it was at the thrift store where you wouldn't go. Yeah. <laughs> There's something so triumphant about going through all the hangers and being like, oh, my gosh, this is cute. Oh, wait, it's in my size. Like, the first time that um, I ever wore trousers was because I found them at, I think, a Goodwill. And they were in my size, and they actually fit. And I was like, oh, I always thought that these wouldn't look good on me. Right. But it's $5, and I can afford this, and they look really good on me. And now I see this brand, so I'm going to go on eBay and look for this brand in my size yeah. and get four I'm more I'm like pairs. that, too. I'll stick with you forever. Yes. <laughs> Whatever yeah. brand you are. So you've gotten a lot of attention since this New York Times piece. Yes. Do you have plans to expand Thick Mall in some way? Uh, yes. I think the major priority for me and what expansion looks like for me is more people knowing about this, understanding how easy it is to be a vendor and getting more people to apply and submit to be vendors selling their personal collection like that that to me is the priority um megan and i were just talking about this but the only thing that dictates how accessible and inclusive uh thick mall is is the personal collections we can only be as diverse as our vendors are yeah so that to me is the next step is getting different people from different neighborhoods with different styles uh to, to sell that's all i want to achieve and once we have achieved making clothing accessible with different styles and different price points, then I'll worry about everything else. Yeah. Megan, you mentioned some of your favorites earlier, but where else do you see people or brands doing it right? I think that it's still so frustrating that brands that are carrying plus online and have decent plus size selection are still not carrying it in stores, which feels a little bit like we want your money, but we don't want you walking through our door. Mm -hmm. um, but places I think are doing it right. I think Big Bud Press, which has a store here in Chicago, yes. has a really wide range of sizes. Um, I went there just the other week and I had so many things to try on. It was a little overwhelming, which is a good problem to have. Um, I think uh, Lovesick Plus, I was kind of stunned the first time I went there and found so many vintage pieces that I could try on again. I think that, again, I keep talking about them, but Old Navy has always done a pretty good job, and that has been one of the few places where I consistently have been able to go my whole life to try clothing on. Yeah. Um, but even Old Navy, they need to expand I mean, they've upper. scaled back a little bit, to they be have. honest. So I, I'm glad to hear you sort of giving them praise, but it, it does show that we need to do better. Definitely. And it is frustrating to see a brand make progress and then kind of bounce back because – it's great to carry an 18 or a 20 in stores, but that is not covering the range of people who are looking for clothes. And you just hope that they don't regress any yeah, further. Yeah, right? and it really feels horrible to go into a store where you think you can try something on and go through racks and not find anything. It makes me feel like I'm 12 years old at the mall with my friends again. Yeah. So I just hope that we see more and more spaces like the mall where you can walk in without that anxiety. Anything you would add, Yovana, to the people or brands doing it right? 
Big Bud Press, I do really have to say, they're in comparison to a lot of fast fashion, a pretty small company. And from the beginning, that's been something that they offer in store. And it's the first time that I ever walked into a store with a straight size friend and we tried on the same jumpsuit. It wasn't like, oh, well, they have some stuff for me and it looks different than yours. We tried on the same thing. I absolutely love that. I, I loved it. It was it changed my life. <laughs> Seems extreme to say, but it's it's it really was the first time that ever happened for me. Well, you know, I'm sure we've got listeners who want to know when is your next event? Uh, the next one is February 19th okay. at Sleeping Village. Um, and then we plan on having one a little bit later in spring and another one this summer. Great conversation there with writer Megan Kirby and Jovina Savic, founder of Thick Mall. You can find more info on Instagram or TikTok under the handle Thick Mall. And the event that Jovina mentioned at Sleeping Village over in Avondale, that's from noon to five on February 19th. Now that's all for Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day. We'll meet again tomorrow. It is 12.58. Coming up next, it's Here and Now. We'll talk about what it would take for members of the U.S. House to remove Congressman George Santos. More on that conversation in 10 minutes. Stay tuned for Here and Now on 91.5 WBEZ. WBEZ is supported by Sitka Salmon Shares, delivering well-caught, blast-frozen sashimi-grade Alaska seafood from small boat fishermen. Recipes and more at sitkasalmonshares.com slash NPR. And WBEZ is supported by Goodman Theater, presenting Tony Stone by Lydia R. Diamond about the first woman to play professional baseball. Broadway World calls it inspiring and powerful. Starts January 28th, goodmantheater.org. This is WBEZ HD Chicago 91.5 FM. WBEQ HD Morris 90.7 FM. WBEK Kankakee 91.1 FM. W219 CD Elgin and on the WBEZ app. All right, we're having a dance party this afternoon. Here and now is coming up next, a cloudy, breezy day, a high of 41 degrees with gusts as high as 30 miles per hour. Cloudy and breezy tonight, a low of 34. And you might see a little bit of rain, just a teeny tiny bit, on Wednesday afternoon with a high near 40. 39 degrees, it's 1 o'clock. This is WBEZ.